When 15-year-old Gentile Johnson found out she was pregnant, she was shocked. But she wanted to keep the baby. Needless to say, when she gathered up the nerve to tell her family, they were also shocked. However, after the initial shock wore off and Jantel told them that she wanted to keep the baby, they made it clear to her that they supported her decision and they would help her in every way they could. Jantel had goals. Goals to finish high school and go to cosmetology school. She also wanted to get her business degree and open her own salon one day. On February 3rd, 2010, Jantel went to school, being dropped off as usual by her older brother, Prentice Jr. And shortly into her day, Jantel wasn't feeling good and told her mom she was going to go home for a bit and rest. She walked home and when her brother arrived later that afternoon to pick her up for a church function, Jantel wasn't home. The door was unlocked and all her personal belongings were there, but no Jantel. To this day, we have no knowledge as to the whereabouts of Jantel Danielle Johnson. Where is Jantel? A couple quick notes about the show. Thank you to everyone who has supported our charity so far. As a reminder, our charity of the month is The Charlie Project. You can read more about them at charlieproject.org or check out our Facebook and Instagram page as we share some information there also. Megan does some great work over there to advocate for unsolved missing persons cases. We have also launched our detective group on Patreon. You can join us at patreon.com forward slash where are they podcast. We will have some live chats and some case discussions over there soon for members. And you can also get some free where are they podcast swag. Now, let's talk about Gentel Danielle Johnson. Gentel was born in Newark, Delaware on September 8, 1994. As a baby, she had chubby, puffy cheeks, which gained her the nickname within the family of Puff. Her friends in school were known to call her Jay. She lived with her family in the Autumn Park Apartments in Newark, Delaware, and was close with her older brother, Prentice Jr., who was about two years older than her, an older sister, and her mom, Kaima. Gentile was a sweet girl, very likable, 
and wasn't known to cause any kind of trouble as a kid. Gentel attended Glasgow High School just about a mile from her apartment. Her brother, Prentice, would drive her to school in the morning, and then her mom would head off to work in Philadelphia. It's not uncommon for people in Newark to commute to Philadelphia, but it is about an hour and a half commute each way. A few months before Jantel would disappear, she went to her family with some unsettling news. She was pregnant. Her mom was shocked and upset, but talked to Jantel at some length, and Jantel told her she wanted to keep the baby. Kaima said she would support Jantel, whatever her decision was, and help her in any way that she could. Jantel said she was going to continue in school and hoped to graduate and go off to cosmetology school and then business school. Her ultimate dream was to open her own hair salon. Jantel loved doing everyone's hair. She did everyone's that she could, and she was very good at it. Her mom said it was like having her very own live-in stylist. On February 3rd, 2010, Jantel would be dropped off at school as normal. Mid-morning, she let her mom know she wasn't feeling good and was going to head home to rest for a bit. She had some after-school activities that day that she wanted to go back for, and there was also an event at church in Philadelphia that she was planning on attending with her brother and her mom that night. Now, her going home from school not feeling well isn't surprising, as she was five months pregnant at this time. Pregnancy can, of course, bring on sickness, and more than just morning sickness, it can also bring on a lot of fatigue and exhaustion. So Jantel wanting to go home and rest for a bit does not surprise me in the least. So Jantel walks home. The school is less than a mile from her apartment, and she texted her mother to please call or text her and make sure she was awake before her brother arrives to pick her up later that afternoon. Her mother had replied, okay, and when that time came, she continued to text and call Jantel, but she received no answer and no response. Her mom had thought she had just fallen asleep, and she wasn't actually overly concerned at that time. When her brother Prentice arrived to pick up Jantel, he went into the apartment, noting that the door was unlocked, but Jantel was not there. He did find her purse, her jacket, and her glasses, and he did see signs in the kitchen that she had fixed something to eat, so he knew she had been there. He called his mom to see if she knew where Jantel was. She didn't. At this point, Kaima began to worry. So after everyone in the family tried to reach Jantel and nobody got any type of response from her at all, they finally reported her missing at 10 o'clock p.m. on the night of February 3rd. I'm going to play a short clip of an interview 
with Jantel's sister that she had done for a reporter shortly after Jantel went missing. You can hear the anguish in her voice as she explains how that evening went. Now, Jantel had tried to run away once before, but she had come home pretty quickly that time. Police assumed that she had run away again, but in her gut, her mom knew that that wasn't the case this time. There was no conflict at home, and the family was being super supportive of Jantel with her pregnancy. Jantel herself even seemed to be in good spirits and to be happy and excited about the upcoming baby. As police begin to investigate and look for Jantel, they pull her phone records and they notice the last call that she had that she had answered came to her cell phone and was from a 26 year old man. The same man that was the father of her unborn child. So yes, Jantel, at age 15, was pregnant by a 26-year-old man. The police did speak to this guy, and they dismissed him pretty quickly, or they at least didn't have any other evidence to tie Jantel to him. But interestingly, Jantel's phone last pinged in a neighborhood where this man's mother lived. Possibly coincidental, but definitely a red flag, if you ask me. And it's also important to note that this man has never been publicly identified and has never been named a person of interest or a suspect. I've also read different accounts that stated this man was very cooperative at first, but has since decided to no longer cooperate with police and detectives. So is that because maybe he has something to hide? Or is it that as time goes on, he is just ready to move on and feels that if he is innocent, he is being harassed? Jantel's mom, Kaima, wonders if he had come to see Jantel that day, asked her to come outside so they could talk, and then she left the apartment to go meet with him. She left all of her important belongings inside, including her glasses. And her mom said she needed glasses or contacts to see. And at the time, she had left the apartment with neither of them. She had left the door unlocked because she had intended to come right back in. Her mom believes this man could have taken her against her will and be keeping her involuntarily. 
maybe, perhaps, he was afraid of getting into trouble for statutory rape, as he should have been. And during this time, the police also questioned another man, a 24-year-old who had also been in contact with Jantel. This man was not connected to the other man who was the baby's father. And police at one time did say he was a person of interest, but this man has also never been identified and no more information has come forth as to why they are possibly connecting him to Jantel's disappearance. There were no signs of foul play and absolutely no clues were ever found to lead them to Jantel. The police have said that Jantel may be living in Delaware, Pennsylvania, or New York. Everyone is mystified. Did Jantel meet with foul play? Or is she still alive out there and with a child? Her mom often wonders if she has a grandchild out there. Kaima said that Jantel had an upcoming appointment right before she went missing to find out if she was having a boy or a girl. Kaima thinks of her grandbaby all the time, wondering if she has a granddaughter or a grandson. I always am baffled when I research missing person cases as to why some people receive more media coverage than others. And I think there are a lot of factors that determine that. The age of the person, the circumstances, who the person is, who the person's family is, and maybe even how many other news stories are happening at the same time. One would think that missing children cases are always covered the most, but you would be surprised how many missing children cases I come across that have received little to no attention. Or they receive some attention in the very beginning and they are never mentioned again. Jantel's family has spoken out criticizing the lack of coverage for Jantel, and they aren't wrong. Only one reporter ever covered Jantel's case at that time, and that was Claudia Riviera. Claudia also started the Where is Jantel blog and has been the only media outlet advocating for Jantel. Statistically speaking, black men and women make up 13% of the U.S. population, but they represent 33% of all missing person cases in the United States. That's one-third of all missing persons cases. And of that 33%, they receive even less media coverage. So this case is all the more important to share and talk about. Keep talking about Jantel. Jantel's name and photograph was also placed in a deck of cards that is circulated throughout area prisons, encouraging people to come forward if they know anything. With absolutely no sign of Jantel, if she did meet with foul play at the hands of one of the older guys she was talking to, it is unlikely they committed the crime alone. Someone someday will talk. And that is one of the biggest reasons we continue to share these stories and keep them in the limelight. 
it puts pressure on those involved knowing that people are still looking and haven't forgotten about the person. Of course, her family is holding on to the hope that Jantel is alive out there and that her baby is also alive. This is what her sister had to say during her interview. I want that to be true. I sincerely hope that Jantel is alive and well out there and we will one day be able to talk about the miraculous return of Jantel to her family. But each year that goes by, I also realize that gets less and less likely. This crime happened 11 years ago. One would think that if Jantel did leave on her own accord, she would have definitely reached out by now. Also, is it possible that she could have been held captive this entire time, not being found and living her life similar to a J.C. Dugard type of story? In 2018, Jantel's case was labeled a cold case by police. The good thing about that is the case is now transferred to a whole new group of detectives to look at her file. Maybe they can uncover something new. It's always good to put fresh eyes and a new perspective on an older case. The police department in charge of Jantel's case has said that a cold case has nothing to do with the length of time a case has been open. A case becomes cold when the lead investigator feels that they have exhausted all possible leads that they can and there is nothing more that they can do. So what are the theories and beliefs in Jantel's case? Number one, runaway. Was Jantel a runaway? She had run away once before and initially Police believed she had done it again. She is listed in the missing persons database as an endangered runaway. This is actually the most hopeful of all the theories, but after 11 years, hope for this one seems to be dwindling. Number two, kidnapped. Did her unborn baby's father take her against her will? Maybe he was afraid of getting into legal trouble for being with Jantel in the first place, so he took her to have her baby somewhere else. Or was she possibly kidnapped by the other unknown man? Maybe a complete stranger? Something or someone caused her to leave her apartment that afternoon. Is that person responsible for what happened to Jantel? Number three, foul play. Did Jantel meet with foul play? After no sign of her for so many years, 
This is also, unfortunately, a possibility. However, there have been no signs of foul play found anywhere during the police investigation. And where did they put her? If this is what really happened in Jantel's case, we can only hope that someday someone will talk and the family can finally have the truth they so desperately need. What do you believe happened to Jantel? You can show your support for Jantel's family by liking the Facebook page they set up for her, Missing 15-Year-Old Girl Jantel Johnson. It is still an active and monitored page. Jantel was a beautiful 15-year-old girl in 2010. She was last seen with her hair in braids and may have been wearing a black ski coat with a fur-trimmed hood. She has a scar on her chin just below her lip. And there are some age progression photographs available online that show what Jantel might look like today as a 26-year-old woman. If she was able to have and keep her baby, she would also have an 11-year-old child. If you have any information that may lead to Jantel Johnson, please call the Newcastle Police Department at 302-395-8171 or the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children at 1-800-THE-LOST. Although Jantel was pregnant at the time of her disappearance, she was still just a child herself. The police have her listed as an endangered runaway, but admit they just don't know what happened to Jantel. Please share Jantel's story and keep her name out there. Be sure you are following us on Instagram and Facebook. If you have one of our coffee mugs, be sure to tag us on Mugshot Monday with your mug on Instagram. Proceeds from the sale of the mugs and our other apparel are going to benefit the Charlie Project this month. If you are interested in some more content, additional case discussions, and some free swag, check out our group at patreon.com forward slash where are they podcast. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode and listening to Jantel's story. Someone must know something. We will see you again next week with another Missing Persons episode. And until then, stay safe and hug your loved ones.